podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Tuesday on which we take on Real Madrid in the Champions League at Anfield under floodlights in what is our biggest game of the season. Ten things to know ahead of Liverpool versus Real Madrid is the lead piece on This Is Anfield, put together by Joanna Durkin. Number one is Darwin Fitt. He has trained. Jürgen said there is a chance. We have to see how he can deal with the pain. When we know that, we have to make a decision. Hopefully, hopefully Darwin is good to go because he will be very important against this Real team. Key Real duo to miss out. They will be missing Tony Cruz, who is unwell, and Aurelian Chouameni, who has a type of virus. Um, Both of them big blows, too many the bigger of the two blows because they have other options they can use in midfield, but it is what it is. Uh, first Champions League start for Stefan. So young Steph looks like he could well be in line to start. My assumption is it'll be the same team that played Newcastle if Darwin is fit. Salah can overtake Gerrard. Mohamed Salah can become Liverpool's top European goal scorer with a goal against Real Madrid, overtaking Steven Gerrard's tally of 41. That would be an incredible achievement by Mo. Uh, he could also surpass Gerrard's record of goals at Anfield in European competition. I think it's fairly impressive that both of them have scored more goals away from Anfield than at Anfield in European football. Um, Trent needs to avoid a yellow. So Trent is one yellow card away from missing the second leg. Champions League rules state that a player will be suspended if they accumulate three yellow cards between the first group stage game and the second leg of the quarterfinals. He was carded against Rangers and Napoli. And with Vinicius Jr. being their left winger, that is worrisome. If he was to miss the second leg, it would have to be Gomez that plays there and not Milner because Vinicius would absolutely murder James Milner for pace. Uh, Real are our bogey team. Yeah, let's not get too into that. Uh, let's go together again. Jürgen had some words in his press conference. Spy on Cop 1906. They've got a big push going for as many flags and as much noise and atmosphere as can be created. Scarves, flags, banners, whatever you've got, if you're going tonight, bring them with you. Bounce all night, scream and shout, make as much noise as you can. 
because they're going to need it tonight. They really are going to need it tonight. Uh, this ref loves the penalty. Romania's Istvan Kovacs. It's his first time managing Liverpool's ref Real Madrid once in their 4-3 semi-final defeat against Manchester City last season. He's refereed 61 matches and given 37 penalties since the start of last season. That's mental. This season, he's given 18 and 21. Nuts. Uh, Sam Milne will be running the This Is Anfield Match Day Live blog starting at 7.15. So check that out. In other major news, John Henry gave an interview with a an outlet in Boston, the Boston Sports Journal. And he said, will we be in, in England forever? No. Are we selling Liverpool? No. Are we talking with investors about Liverpool? Yes. Will something happen? I believe so, but it won't be a sale. Have we sold anything in the past 20 plus years? Um, you've kind of sold your reputation, John, because uh, you're... Persona non grata in Boston among large swaths of the Red Sox fan base. And again, you're becoming more and more unpopular among Liverpool fans because you won't put your hand in your fucking pocket. And you made the club pay for infrastructure improvements that you could have paid for that would have left the club with money to spend on the players that were needed, which would have improved the team potentially brought more silverware. And yes, the new stadium or the new stands are great. Yes, the training ground is fantastic, but they mostly benefit you because they raise the value of the asset. The asset, by the way, you paid $300 million for and is now worth somewhere in the region of 12 to 13 times that amount. And part of the reason it's worth that amount is because of the hugely improved infrastructure that you could have paid for, but you made the club pay for. So yeah, you've, you know, you've, you've sold, you've sold the fans down the river a little bit. Um, Should you sell? Yeah, you should, but obviously you're not going to. And the only reason they're not selling is because nobody's willing to pay the money. Nobody's willing to pay 4 billion for the club. Seems to be that simple. If United are getting bids of around four billion, then somewhere in the three point two to three point five is probably more realistic for Liverpool. But you know, capitalist greed and all the rest. Moving on, Liverpool.com. There is a big write-up about the game tonight. Ibu Kanate has already pointed out biggest Real Madrid, uh, biggest Liverpool challenge versus Real Madrid. There's some suggested teams for tonight. There is a media digest piece. We'll go through that. Liverpool can prove Spanish media wrong again versus Real Madrid after game script Newcastle claim. Uh, Aurelian Chumeni is about to send Jude Bellingham transfer message and Liverpool must respond. Okay. Uh, Liverpool can form world's best duo with a $118 million transfer of Reds lover who bettered the Kyle Saka. This is Josco Gvardiol. Josco Gvardiol is a really, really special young defender. And he is very clearly 
keen on a move to Liverpool. Now, the issue is that he's got an enormous buyout clause in his contract at Leipzig. And if we're looking to buy Jude, there's little to no chance we could afford to buy both. Now, the hope would be that Guardiola might stay at Leipzig another year until 2024, when maybe we could make him our big summer signing. But if you think about Guardiola, if he was to join, he would be the left back. He would be cover for Virgil, but I think he'd be the starting left back. And I actually don't think it's outrageous that we could put together some sort of deal for him because if we could sell Costas, and we probably should sell Costas this summer. So that's potentially 18 to 20 million that would come in. We should sell Cuevin Callagher this summer. Again, that's a similar type of fee, 15 to 18 million. Let's say between the two of them, we get, I don't know, 32, 33 million. Let's say we can get 10 to 12 for Joel Matip. And let's say we can get 25 for Joe Gomez. So there's about 70, 75 million that we would have in the pot. That would go a long way towards paying for Guardiola. Now, it would leave a number of things needing replacement, but I would look at Pitaluga as being ready for an opportunity to step up and be the number two, while also potentially bringing in someone like Ron Robert Zeller, the German goalkeeper, who is who would classify as a homegrown keeper because he spent a number of years at um, Manchester United earlier in his career. So he would be an upgrade on Alisson, on Alisson, an upgrade on Adrian in the number three spot. And he would count as homegrown where Alisson does not. So we're Adrian, Adrian does not. We'd be saving a non-homegrown spot there. He's been with Hanover now for nearly four years. Spent some time at Stuttgart, had a year at Leicester. Uh, was at Hanover before that as well for six years. But he was at United from 05 to 2010. So he would count as homegrown. So if you went Allison, Pitaluga, and him, that would be ideal, I think, or pretty close to it. If Gvardiol was to arrive, he replaces both Costas and potential and say Joe Gomez. Now, if you wanted to you could just keep Milner for another year as another backup fullback. So then you just need to replace Matip. And someone like Tosin Adarabayo from Fulham, I think as a free transfer, proven Premier League caliber defender, not as good as Matip, but he is a solid defender. If you could get him... And even if you just kept him for a year and then flipped him, you could make a good profit 
And then you could go and buy another high potential centre back, someone like Bella Kotchup or Adria, Antonio Silva or whoever. So for a year, you might leave yourself kind of one short in an ideal world. But overall, you'd be improving the group by bringing in Gvardiol. So if, if Gvardiol was the starting left-back, Robbo's actually the backup left-back in that scenario. You're leaving yourself technically short one centre-back, but couldn't you just keep Seth Vandenberg? He's homegrown from next season as well. So your backup line will be Calvin, Ramsey, Tosin, Sepp, and Robbo, but Gvardiol would actually be the backup centre-back. He'd be the one you'd move across, and Robbo would come in. It's a lot of moving parts and a lot of jigsaw puzzle type things, but I don't know. I feel like we could put together a deal for Gvardiol, even if we are getting Jude. Now, it might mean we have to cut short on one midfielder because the difference between what you'd get for selling those players and what it would cost to get Gvardiol is probably one midfielder. But with with Stefan developing the way he is, maybe we get away with three instead of four. So Jude, Ugart, and maybe like Florentino Luis or Manu Kone, rather than spending 70 million on Caicedo, maybe you go 50 million on Florentino or 40 million on Manu Kone. There's definitely ways we could make it work. There definitely is. The owners need to put their hands in their pockets. Simple as that. Money needs to be spent this summer. A lot of it. But maybe if Jürgen is willing to move players on and not cling on to them endlessly when they're past the point of being useful, maybe we can make these things work. Um, Media Digest. What's this got? Probably some nonsense. Uh, Ferdinand names Liverpool star with all the attributes. He has spoken glowingly of Darwin Nunes. I honestly think he will come good. He has been good, you idiot. Klopp seeks midfield transfer. Jude Bellingham, uh, Zielinski. We won't be signing Zielinski. Let's not be ridiculous. And Rudy Galetti is not a source. The man is an idiot and a spoofer. Uh, Qatari interest stifled. According to the Athletic, potential Qatari interest in Liverpool was stifled by the news that Manchester United are up for sale. Now yeah, we'll see. Liverpool could find next Enzo Fernandez. Uh, that is Florentino Luis. Nothing like Enzo Fernandez, but would be a really good get. If you put him and Ugart in midfield together, it would be like putting Mascherano next to Kante but they're better on the ball. Not hugely, but better on the ball. Better passers. Not as good at carrying the ball as as Kante. But those two with Jude would just be monstrous. Uh, Lots of new stuff on AnfieldIndex.com. There is the press conference pod, the Pro Plus with David Davis. There's a scouted ahead of Real, myself and Carl. Uh, There's a Money Talks with myself and Mo looking at alternative options since it had kind of been hinted before Henry's interview that the club wasn't for sale. 
um, maybe some alternative approaches. There's a new under pressure. It was just the two Dans, but they had a look at the Newcastle game. So do give that a good listen. And then myself and Gags did an under pressure and we rambled about everything from Manchester United to how insane our mothers are. So do give that one a listen. Article-wise, Stephen Smith has, I think, gone into overdrive. Uh, Why Harvey Barnes should be a summer transfer target? Should James Milner get another contract? A post-mortem on Newcastle. A preview of Real Madrid. And a piece on Cody Gakpo. So give all of them a read when you get a chance. Listen to all the podcasts. Enjoy the game tonight. And I'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.